0: You are listening to Tom Green, a series that joins classes from St David's Boys National School in Artein as they learn about the life of Irish Antarctic explorer Tom Green from the book Iceman by Michael Smith.
1: You're all very welcome to St David's Boys National School and the Kilmore Road and Artane. And with us, we've got boys from Miss Cahill's fourth class. And Miss Cahill, will you introduce the topic that they're going to talk about?
0: Uh, the boys in this group decided to do their projects on weather and climate.
1: Oh, very good. And of course, this uh, whole project is based around the book uh, called The Iceman, which is all about Tom Crean from County Kerry, that wonderful explorer who did so much work in the Antarctic. And this book was written by Michael Smith, And uh, Miss Caldwell, I believe you're going to start with us with a brief extract on on, uh, the weather that's referred to in the book.
0: Yeah, I'm just going to take a bit from the book that uh, the boys in this group decided to do weather and climate because in the book they were really interested in the extremes of the weather in Antarctica. Oh, very good. So just read a little bit describing how extreme it was. Once explorers finally reached the land, they found the conditions were worse than anyone imagined. Antarctica was not meant for humans. They discovered a bitterly cold, very windy, and highly dangerous place where nothing grew. There were no plants or wildlife to provide food that would keep people alive. The cold, extreme weather poses the biggest threat to life. It is so cold that boiling water poured from a kettle would freeze before hitting the ground. By contrast, a typical freezer in today's home is usually set at around minus 20 degrees celsius or minus 4 fahrenheit or higher than temperatures taking during the warmest summer weather in antarctica blizzards and howling winds are another vicious factor in the climate Uh, the impact of the wind called wind chill can be highly dangerous and cause nasty frostbite each mile per hour in wind speed is equal to a fall of one degree in the temperature Exposed skin freezes in a matter of seconds when winds surge above 40 kilometres per hour or 25 miles per hour in the very low temperatures. The only animal life which could provide meat for the explorers were seals and penguins which live around the coastline, but nothing lives or grows in the frozen interior away from the shore.
1: My goodness, that I actually get chilly. The sun is shining at the moment, but can you imagine... Uh, the temperatures you you refer to there in the, the a freezer was what our typical did you mention that so
0: a, a household freezer yeah. that gave just there
1: yeah minus twenty uh, centigrade and the temperature that they had was and
0: that's still warmer than their summer which was minus yeah.
1: minus thirty in, in the summer yeah. and went down to minus seventy. Oh, my goodness. It's incredible, isn't it? It's quite hard to figure that out. Have Have the boys any examples? Or, or well, ma-
0: I know Daniel uh, chose to talk about the temperature in his project, so he might have some things to say about oh. how cold it was. Great, Daniel.
2: Antarctica is the coldest continent. The world's record low temperature minus 89.2 degrees and then 1286 Uh, Point F was the record in this region. The average annual temperature in the interiors is minus 57 degrees Celsius, minus 70 point F. The the coast is warmer, though. Temperatures can rise up to 15 degrees Celsius, minus 59 per uh, point F. (laughs) Antarctica's Interior is one of the world's major cold deserts. Rainfall on the continent averages only 2.5 to 5 c- centimetres
0: and 1 to 2 inches a year.
1: Oh my right. so The lowest temperature recorder was minus 90 degrees centigrade.
0: And that's yep. the coldest in the world.
1: So we, last winter when we had frost, so that would be zero. We might get a few degrees below. Mm. So that was, I mean, it's minus 90. It's extraordinary. So if you went out there for a swim, you freeze <laughs> into a block of ice, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, the, so because of the cold, nothing grows. And the, the, the you mentioned about the wind uh, chilling, yeah. Miss Cahill. Yeah, uh,
0: Will actually chose to take wind because that not only was it really cold, but then like the book mentions, for every kilometre per hour of wind speed that makes the temperature drop e- feel like it's even colder also, so if it's
1: minus 30 and there's a high wind it could make
0: it minus 60 feel like ah. it was minus 60 or so yeah. will you have something to talk about on this yeah, topic um, yeah. Yeah. you oh. some very interesting facts Will has
1: very good
3: the highest wind speed is in Antarctica three, in Antarctica yeah is 320 kph which is the same as a high speed train which is the same as hard to stand up straight you can't stand up straight
0: it's so the wind is so strong. Very good. And
3: the lowest speed is 80 kph which is still hard to stand up straight. So,
0: so the highest it would be impossible to walk upright. Okay. And even in the lowest one it would still yeah. you'd still yeah. struggle.
1: And boys have you experienced when we have high winds here you know sometimes you're sort of if you go out and the wind catches it it, you'll be inclined to blow over that's nothing compared to that sort of uh, wind isn't that right yeah no the nearest example that i suppose we can you know sometimes you need to compare things (coughs) excuse me but if you're standing in a railway station say in Harmiston, and a, a mainline train goes through it goes whoo goes right through and you yeah. feel the air moving can't you yeah. so that's what it's like so that yeah. gust of wind would knock you over that's what you, that's what you yeah. found in your research
3: yeah do you have anything else there you'd like to say will and also the reason of the speed is antarctica is an area of low air pressure which is and the air pressure is like anti-clockwise it's like the wind isn't clockwise it's
1: oh, the other way oh, oh. around okay. yeah very good
3: and the bottom of the world most uh, um,
1: that's a bit hard to read there isn't it on your project
3: sheet I'll just try to read it yeah. was fair it's far away from the equator. Nowadays. Oh, because it's
0: right. one of the furthest away from yeah. the equator. It is so, the yeah. furthest. So it's low no pressure.
1: Theory. So the the winds are are being sucked into it. Is is that what you you figured? Yeah, it's happening? because
0: uh, because we also learned this year that you know that a lot of countries, if you're close to the equator, that's who gets point. the tropical weather and the high ah, temp. Whereas this good. is the, Will is saying the furthest the point furthest away. Away yeah. from yeah,
3: the, it's first. The only other place like this is the North
2: Pole. The other okay. side of the globe.
1: And
3: right. also, the, it's the windiest place on Earth.
1: Because of because of the fact that you're given there, so you can imagine Tom Crean and his his colleagues explorers pulling a big sledge of all their equipment Mm. through that wind with the bitter cold. It must have been dreadful. So they must have been fantastic men, yeah. Yeah, they were
3: really strong.
1: Really, really, really strong. So when you consider our weather that we have here in Ireland, it's very mild and easy compared mm-hmm. to what the, the,
0: the, what is like down there we might think it's cold but we're we're yeah. looking
3: yeah. in Ireland it's either it's gonna be kind of cold or it's going to be kind of warm it's never like really extremes. really yeah, yeah we call that temperate
1: yeah. isn't it? It, 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 it there are very it, few extremes as you said very good
3: like it won't it'll barely ever go past 30 degrees or like yeah. minus 20. Like mean, minus fifteen
1: That would be extreme. I mean, up. if we got minus fifteen, that would be a very cold winter. <laughs> yeah. So we're very lucky in that sense, aren't we? Yeah. yeah.
0: We might so speak to PJ. You might, you, PJ. When we first started this, some boys weren't really sure, and we said climate. So he decided he'd look up what is climate. Just to give well, that's us an idea That's very good,
1: PJ. Because this is the whole backdrop to our discussions this morning. So, PJ, what did you find in your research?
3: The weather conditions found in a certain place over a long period of time are known collectively. as the climate no two places on earth can be said to have exactly the same climate scientists however saw through the great amount of climate information gathered throughout the world
1: very very good that's interesting So, what you found out from your work PJ is that climate varies around the globe around the earth so you have extremes like you have in the Antarctic and then you have weather that we have here in Ireland so it's a collection of data Temperature, wind, yeah. sunshine, and that's, that all builds up. To and the,
0: he found that certain scientists, you know, that would be their job, their just job. studying weather and yeah. temperatures and wind right. speed and things like that.
1: And do you know the people who, uh, the, the weather people who give out the weather forecasts, mm-hmm. they use the data that, that you, have, you you've indicated. They collect all this information and they have computer programs and they can predict what the likely weather is. Because of the data they collected. Whereas you know, hundreds of years ago, thousands of years ago, they wouldn't have that all that knowledge. So that's why our weather people are, can be so good to yeah. indicate what sort of weather we want and to get. And
0: why Tom Crean and these explorers were so important because no one had ever been before or been so in far into the interior, you know, to see uh, how extreme it really abso- was.
1: Very good point. Yeah, so when they were going along, they were also collecting data yeah. that was collected. And can you imagine trying to write in your notebook with that weather inside in your tent that night trying to write. Oh, it's absolutely no. incredible. So you thought it was hard writing out your, <laughs> your your project. Can you imagine minus 30, minus 40?
0: I think we all agreed, boys, that we liked reading the book and it was very interesting. But when we, I asked it, would anyone like to go? Not even one hand went up. No, I, I
1: certainly, from when, I, when I was reading the book, I was shivering. <laughs> I was putting on my hat and gloves, even trying <laughs> to uh, uh, visit what it's like. Now. Uh, ma- else?
0: Maybe Ben might like to. Be. He chose snow and rain, another just the extreme part. We we know what snow is, we know what rain is, but again in Antarctica it was so much more extreme. Yeah. Oh, very good.
4: Snowflakes are collections of as many as 100 ice crystals, which appear in an infinity variety of forms and are often beautifully intricate. Um, the size and shape of these crystal, crystals depend mainly on the temperature and the amount of water vapor as they develop. They can form in either two in either of two ways, a temperature above about forty minus degrees. Forty minus degrees water vapor may crystallize around the minute nuclei of mineral particles that float in the air. At lower temperatures, water vapor can solidly directly into crystals. The ice generally forms a hexagon or six-sided structure because of the natural arrangement of the oxygen and hydrogen atoms in the crystal if the air is humid the crystals tend to go rapidly develop branches and clump together to form snowflakes in colder and drier air the crystals remain small and compact my goodness that's
1: very good Ben I tell you Ben you sound as if you're a scientist and I think the Metairn will be on to you <laughs> to, to, to sign you up to help them with, the, with, their, with their work. No, Mascale, anybody else? Uh uh,
0: Luke, you had a similar, you chose to talk about blizzard, So, oh. you know, that's, it wasn't just snow. Again, it wasn't just temperature, it was extreme temperature. It wasn't just wind, oh. it was really high wind. So so, uh, so it wouldn't be a gentle snowfall, it would be so, so, look, we have
1: snow and we have low
0: temperatures
1: and we have wind. So what what did you find what's a blizzard now for people listening can you explain what a blizzard is
5: blizzards are things that can blow
0: you down to the ground you no? Know? so what is a blizzard
1: so you have a snow a snow and what, snow. what else Sto-
0: storm storm so, a so you, snow have, storm. you
1: have you have high winds and the snow is driven very hard so if you if you could stand up in the blizzard you'd end up like a snowman very quickly wouldn't you because yeah. mm-hmm. you'd be covered in snow
0: would you like to read something out there Luke Okay blizzards are
5: very bad things. These are things that can put out your fire, turn your t v off they can give you cold, and they can blow you away, not even a and can survive a blizzard blizzards.
1: Very, very good so we we have we have had blizzards. There was a big big storm in Ireland way back in nineteen forty seven and we had blizzards and we we had temperatures. A bit like the Antarctic, you know, not as bad, but we, it was a very unusual event. No, we we rarely have blizzards. We would have sort of something like it, but not like what the, which you have in the Antarctic. No, very extreme. So, can you imagine again, Tom Crane and his men walking through, being caught in a blizzard, trying to put up their tent, trying to light their fire? It'd be awful, oh, it would be awful!
0: Thanks very much. Look, actually, Matisse chose to we when they were speaking about weather and climate, he chose to think about all the. Kind of negative effects on the men, like the illnesses oh, as excellent. a result of it. So, he well, might speak about some of the not only was it really cold, but because of that, it affected them really badly.
1: Oh, excellent! So, that's I'd be very interested in this now, Matthias. So, where you go?
2: Um, Tom crean and his co workers um suffered being hungry because they only had hoosh to eat the whole time.
0: So, because like from the book, when it said nothing grew there, there was no plants, there was no animals for meat, so they depended on their dry food and that they had to, all their supplies they had to, that was part so in the extreme weather they'd find the heart stand up it's really cold it's really windy and they don't even have a nice meal to look forward to it's just hoosh as matisse said can you remember what hoosh was matisse um dried food yeah that they kind of just mashed up with hot water and it wasn't wasn't very tasty yeah, very not after a long day of pulling a, all your said. gear in the snow and wind and cold.
2: Um, Tom Green and his co-workers got so exhausted by walking and pulling for miles, for miles and miles in
0: the Antarctic. Okay, so you spoke, if you could just tell us quickly then Matisse, so you said hunger was a problem, what else might have been a problem because of it? Exhaustion. Exhaustion. Anything else? Um, falls. Falls in the crevices. Um, scurvy scurvy ah. again and then what was the one that the other project there is about oh, as well what, spice? frostbite frostbite would spice. have been a big problem oh. too
1: yeah very good so listen Miss Cahill thank you very much that was a very very interesting discussion so I want to thank Will, PJ, Matisse Daniel, Luke and Ben for contributing I can see your project work in, in front of you and in the future, you'll never forget this because you've done it yourself and you've, you've done your research and you have all that information and you'll carry that forward. So I want to thank you, Miss Cahill, and thank the boys from fourth class. And we w- want to congratulate you on your work. Thank you very, very much. You're all very welcome to St. Davis Boys National School on the Kilmore Road and Artane. <clears throat> and with us, we've got boys from Miss Cattles, fourth class. And we've got Craig, Kean, Josh, Shane, Sean, Aaron, Bobby. And Miss Gattle, will you introduce the topic that they're going to talk about?
0: I will. OK, so these boys chose to take the topic of mapping because Mapping. Throughout oh. the, the book, we know there was three separate expeditions. Sorry, the, the book we're talking about oh, sorry, Tom, yeah. Yeah. Tom yeah. Crean, a, a Iceman by Michael Smith, the book that we all read in our class, based on all the expeditions that the Irish explorer Tom Crean went Very on. Very good. So these boys were interested in all the specific journeys that he went to, even within, even though he was always going to Antarctica, there was lots of other islands, lots of other countries that oh, he left from and good. a lot of journeys even within those expeditions. So that's what they chose to do their topic on. Oh, lovely.
1: Oh, that's, it's, it's quite a difficult topic. It was. It? it
0: was tough for these boys. It was. Yeah. So who'd like to start off? Craig, do you want to start? Very good. What would you like to tell us about?
6: Um, on Tom's first
0: expedition,
6: he went from New Zealand to the South Pole. Their goal was to race to the South Pole.
0: Oh, that was the one where they found out that there was another uh, group also trying to get to the South Pole, so they wanted to be there first.
6: He reached Antareska in 1911. On his second expedition, Scott told Tom he could not continue his journey. Tom was nearly in tears, so after coming out all that way, he had to go back again.
0: Very good. So in his first one he got to a certain point his second expedition he got even closer but it was very disappointing because Captain Scott did not choose Tom to do the final oh, right. the final part okay. so it was very tough for him and the and boys all felt for Tom didn't they you know because he, he had so gotten different. so far Yeah.
1: but then when they, they, what happened then was when they got back to base at a terrible journey back but they never months passed by they didn't hear from Captain Scott
0: and we know what happened then and they had to go yeah. back
1: out and he was lost now on the question of, of mapping, can anybody tell me what they understand by what, what, what mapping is?
0: Bobby, you might say something there, because Bobby actually, I know it's hard, we can't see it because we're yeah. on the radio, but he actually created a map showing oh, the different is, expeditions. Oh,
1: so uh, how a map, so listening to you now, a map is something that you describe on, on a piece of paper yeah. of a journey that somebody would go on.
0: Yeah, Bobby, what do you oh, think about. of um, as, as a map? What is a map?
6: A map is like, so it's a drawing of wherever you want to get to, and if you want to get to some place, if you want to draw a line there to show someone, uh, you put a line on it and then...
0: So think they, it they uh, helped them uh, right. to get there, very good. Okay. Because <coughs> from what we heard from reading this book as well, that was part of the reason these explorers went there, because... The boys f- thought this was really interesting. At the time, there was no, no it, maps of Antarctica. That part of the world had never been seen. Just a blank space. So that, that was very important that they were adding to maps at all. the So time. when
1: these men were going along, they were mapping, they mm-hmm. were recording information. Now, in the previous program, we were talking about collecting weather data. And they collected all the you know, temperatures and winds and so on. Here they were talking about directions and they were talking about on the journey things like the crevasses and dangerous mountains and all that. Exactly. All oh, right, so the next person who could come along could use that map. Because
0: they know then where to Very go exactly. Exactly, Bobby. No Bobby, understand. you might just, on your map there, you. Drew, or tried to show on your map the three different expeditions. You might just tell us a little bit about where he left from and where he went to.
6: Okay. Um, Tom Crane came from New Zealand to Antarctica and tried to make it to the South Pole but he did not make it. On his second expedition he travelled from Australia to Antarctica. On his third he went to the Falkland Islands then to South Georgia. He went to Elephant Island and then got trapped around the wet
0: Sea. So that ah. last expedition was the complicated one. So he tra- in a small area, he actually travelled <coughs> in several different directions because of all the trouble. They were trouble. trapped yeah. in the ice and they were exactly. there almost a
1: year. Imagine being trapped in the ice and you're moving exactly. along.
0: Oh. So like that. those uh, different areas and some other boys chose as their topics because Very within cool. that last expedition, there was a lot. So maybe, Aaron, I know you spoke about South Georgia. you Would like to say something? Yes, the expedition
6: began in the summer of 1914 as the First World War was breaking out in Europe. Shackleton's ice ship, the Endurance, intended to sail for the Falkland Islands in the South Atlantic Ocean. But German warships were gathering for a big naval naval, ba- yep. naval battle, so the explorers gave the islands a wide
0: berth. So they stayed well away. Oh, right. Keep going, yeah?
6: Before they went to South Georgia, they went to Elephant Island to avoid trouble. And the Endurance sailed onto a small island of South Georgia on the edge of the Southern Ocean. Other bad news of a different kind awaited them.
0: Yeah, that was never any good news. As soon as they thought maybe they were safe, there was more so bad news. There was news. more problems. And I know Josh, you chose to write about Elephant Island. Would you like to tell us about? It? Because we, oh, we all thought it was very funny that. It was called Elephant Island because there was definitely no elephants there or anything really there. It was a really extreme w- place.
1: Why do you think that it was
0: called Elephant Island? Now, I really don't know. We can't figure that I out figure at
1: all. I figure think it was due to the shape. Oh, maybe the shape when of it. people. Explorers before we travelled and they saw land, they would, somebody would say, Oh, it's like a, a giraffe or something, and oh, the, okay. the name tend to stick. I think that's what it is. Because certainly because after we
0: read about it, we couldn't imagine <laughs> elephants or any person. Surviving I think that here. part
1: of the book I found particularly upsetting. It was a very, very difficult uh, exactly. time. So, uh, Josh, will you tell us now what you found?
3: Elephant Island is very cold and uninhabited. Tom Crean went there with Shackleton They left some people behind but they came back for them It's not that big of a place Tom's crew s- stayed there they would have been cold.
1: So when they landed uh, on Elephant Island they quickly realised that some somebody that if they stayed there they would have died isn't yeah. that it? Yeah. So Tom Crean again with other men set sail. Yes. And they, where did they sail from? They sailed from Elephant Island to where? South South Georgia, wasn't that right? Yeah. And and that was a dreadful journey also. And there's one part in the book where they talk about, somebody said, oh look, there's a big cloud. But it was a big wave, a huge, huge big wave that they nearly were swamped. Because
0: even just, do you remember uh, how the men that stayed there survived what they had to do while they were waiting? They had to put a boat up to take they shelter to go, yeah, from the wind. Turn the, one oh, the, of the boats the bo- upside down and stay underneath it. Oh, also, the, so the
1: boat became a sort of a house. Exactly. Yep. Oh, my God. So that, that, was, oh, that was horrible. Yeah. You know.
0: And, Sean, you might tell us, you decided to take the topic of the Weddell Sea because that part of... is another, again, very extreme area yeah. that usually, we from the book, we hear that boats never even went here because it was known as being That's really right, dangerous in the area. Book, do you remember
1: when they, they left South George Island... The, the whalers the people who hunt whales said to them oh don't go there and, because it was so dangerous mm-hmm. and it, there was a lot of ice or something coming yeah. that year very good
0: so Sean what would you like to tell us uh,
3: they were going on their third trip the trip was to go from South Georgia to Esquenz Esquenzur that's hard to say it's hard <laughs> to say except it uh, then to a chassis Uh, On the other side of Antarctica, when the crew member were, uh, when the crew were packing up, uh, one of the people said it isn't a good time to go uh, to Antarctica, but they didn't
0: listen. They didn't listen. So in hindsight, maybe they should have taken the advice. And that's interesting,
1: though, because again, in the previous program talking about collecting weather data the whalers the men who was fish for whales knew the area fairly well yes and they knew from experience at a particular time of the year ice would form but the, this time the ice was forming much much earlier so they were saying oh don't go there but yeah. they still went and what happened they got trapped trapped and remember the ice went around they went around a whole area like a circle almost. Yeah. then For almost on uh, the ice
0: flow, yes. Yeah. Do you remember?
1: Um, and weren't they trapped there for Christmas Day? I think what, I remember. This they part were in the book, and they were saying, "I don't think they got too many presents." Definitely <laughs> not.
0: I wouldn't like to spend Christmas there. Would you, boys? No. no. no.
1: So, um, how about Keen? Have you something
0: to say? Yes. Keen. No. Keane chose, after all that extreme, you know, travel and everything. Keane chose to do a little bit about. When Tom eventually came home to Ireland, and after ah. all those extreme things, how he kind of settled back down to Ireland.
1: Oh, the contrast, very good.
0: Right, Kian. what okay. did you find? Um, the South Pole Inn. So could you tell us, what's the South Pole Inn, Cian?
5: Um The South Pole Inn is like this um, pub that Tom opened in
0: 1927. Very good. So when he got back to Annaskal and Count Kerry, after all his adventures he decided to open a pub and he called it the South Pole Inn in memory ah, of everything that he good.
1: did. In back to his home place in Annaskal and the Dingle Peninsula.
0: After so all his adventures he was happy to just settle back down good. in Ireland. So, so he
1: opened a pub called the South Pole Inn. Very good. What else?
0: Oh so, um, he lived a quiet
5: life with his wife, Ellen, and his children. Tom died on July the 27th in 1938 and is buried close to Anas. Across from the South Pole in, in Anascal is a memorial park, the um the It's
1: hard to say, is it? <laughs> yeah. It's a memorial um, park.
5: Um, there. Dedicated, dedicated, dedicated yeah. to Tom. A play crew
0: A plaque, yeah. A, yeah
5: yeah a plaque. With details of his expeditions. Can be seen. There is also a statue of this brave man, who is often referred to as the forgotten, forgotten yeah. or unsung hero of the Antarctic. Very good.
1: Very, very good. So after all, now by the way, another piece of information I came across that Tom Crean spent more time on the ice than either Tom, uh, than either Captain Scott or Shackleton. Wow. So he was really very, very experienced.
0: And he was very brave. That's what very we, the brave. main thing we got from this. And very the other brave. thing
1: that the reason why Tom Crean that, that comes out in the book, why he was picked by all these people to be on the crew is that he was, he was strong. He was, he was also a leader and he was also very good humoured. And any problem that would come up, he would deal with it. He wouldn't say, oh, mm. I can't do that. He'd, he'd find a solution. So
0: he was always positive, wasn't always he? Wasn't there stories of him telling jokes and singing songs yeah. and
1: on yeah. the boat, In fact, when they were sailing from um, Elephant Island to South Georgia, when they were very despondent, and very, he'd get them to sing to tell stories. He would get them to sing. So he's a very strong willed person, but very interesting. Keen, uh, um, you said at the end he was an unsung hero. And does, does anybody know what that means an unsung Shane, hero Shane you
0: might do you know why people would say he's an unsung hero mm, I don't do know do you think he's a hero hmm. do you think Tom Crean is a hero mm, yes oh, yeah why would you say he's a hero what did you think was good about Tom Crean Uh
1: don't know <laughs> i know you're okay he was because he was strong and he was fearless he was modest he didn't uh, go around praising himself A non hero is somebody who does fantastic work but doesn't get the credit for it bobby bobby
6: yeah um i was just gonna say that the unsung hero he never talked about any of his stories Very he didn't he, he didn't say it tell it anybody
0: he didn't, he, we couldn't believe that because we all agreed if that if we had been through adventures like that, we'd be telling everyone. Whereas Tom didn't, when anyone ever asked him questions, he never really liked to talk about his adventures, he just wanted a normal life. Craig,
6: well, that he'd never give out his teammates and everything, and he'd always be fair with them.
0: He was,
1: so there's a great lesson here for all of us that when we're working with other people. You you give something and don't be taking something back all the time, isn't that right? You mm-hmm. need to work as a team. Um, so I'd ask you said Miss Callan, your discussions that none of the boys would like to have been out there.
0: No, would anyone like to go, boys? No, no, no. way.
1: And can somebody tell me why, uh, Bobby? Why would you not like to go?
6: Because it's really cold. Didn't?
1: and what else
6: I'd probably get blown away because I'm small
1: <laughs> you'd get blown away and there's no McDonald's. Yeah, and there's exactly. no cinema
0: and there's no, no Wi-Fi
1: no football pictures <laughs> no soccer no radio And no you,
0: uh, KFC
1: and you couldn't bring your books with you because you have to carry everything so it would be see I can see your faces <laughs> that's what it's like so it's very very difficult and eating the same food every day for months on end not no, so we're not going
0: to be booking our holidays there, are we, no. boys? No, So,
1: no. So, Maybe. <laughs> so as a big surprise now, we're all going to the Antarctic tomorrow morning. And
0: <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> so, boys, uh, I want to thank you now, uh, Miss Cahal, for your, your boys in your class. Thank you, Craig, Keen, Josh, Shane, Sean, Aaron, and Bob. That topic now was a very difficult one, Matt, because it's it was hard very to explain, tough. and uh, you did very, very well. So you can see the benefit of doing your research and reporting on it. So. Uh, I think you did very well and I want to thank you all. That was marvellous. Well done.
5: This programme was made with the support of the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland.